They always wanna see us down, never come around. But you gon' witness greatness when I come and snatch your crown. See, I ain't never been the type of way to mess around. Cause I'm all about my business and I move without a sound. Queens work in silence, trying to stop the violence. Cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B and I am your host. And today we're gonna talk about why the best is yet to come. Learn what I mean in today's brand new episode. Keep it locked. And if I don't get the things I am after... the whole works presents and prizes and sweets and surprises of all shapes and sizes and now don't care how I want it now don't care how I want it now that nut hey everybody and welcome to another episode of pink lemonade today is february 21st 2018 and how many of y'all remember this scene from willy wonka and the chocolate factory in case you've never seen the 1971 hit movie it's about five kids who win a golden ticket that are inside of a chocolate bar now shout out to quaker oats real quick fast because they had great product placement like they literally brought the rights to the movie and they came up with their own chocolate bar so apologize but that's just the marketer inside of me so anyway they get to visit a chocolate factory by this crazy owner and his endless amount of oompa loompas so the owner takes them on this tour which is pretty dangerous and four out of the five kids like they show their character flaws throughout the movie and they're ultimately not chosen to uh essentially inherit his factory which was later given to charlie who was a poor kid but he exemplified a lot of good traits so in the clip that you just heard the girl Veruca Salt, she showed her butt because she was this little rich girl. She had everything that she ever wanted and she was really selfish and impatient. And so uh, in the movie, she wanted a squirrel that she saw in a factory, no matter what the cost of the risk was. Now, the reason I thought about this clip was because I recently had a Veruca Salt moment. I've been re- working really hard the last few days and I got up the other day like, damn, like something has got to give because when you grind, it can feel like eternity before you can see a return on all of your effort to make life the way that you envision it to be. Now, while I was caught in my feelings, I had to bring myself back to reality because when we give into negative thoughts, that takes away from our personal freedom. How? Because we get just so caught up in what we don't have that we forget about the beauty of the things that are in front of us that can help us get to that place of where we want to be. So last year in uh, 2017, I wrote a book called The Skinny Black Girl's Guide to Freedom. And there was a chapter at the last chapter of the book, and it's called Yet. And I had to pick that back up and remind myself how I need to handle those feelings of not being content of where I am. Now, the first person um, the, the chapter really was inspired by a person that I met. Um, and this was the first person that I 
I pretty much considered a friend when I lived in Cincinnati back in 2013. Her name is Adrian, and you guys have probably heard me mention her in a podcast before, but Adrian and I had so much in common. We were both born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. We both love trap music, both millennials, both, you know, young black female professionals just trying to navigate our way through um, our careers in Cincinnati. So we became acquainted when we mutually worked for a nonprofit. And when I was a newbie to the organization, Adrian, she had already established herself, well-respected, highly visible asset in the company. Uh, she already had a, her master's degree because she went through a criminal justice program. She had a strong track record at work. And I mean, she was just the bomb, like on top of her game. And, you know, anyone who talked to her would say that she was efficient, dedicated, loyal. But the one thing that people didn't know that she felt was being stagnant. She loved doing the work that she did and she loved serving the people that she served. But there was something inside of her to do something else and to go outside of her comfort zone. But unfortunately, she had those feelings of being stuck. Now, you know, every day I would stop by her desk just to chat, you know, girl talk, talk about things happening at work. And a lot of times we would talk about our dreams. So when I used to sit with her, I used to notice this yellow sticky note. On the note, there was a word that said yet. So out of curiosity, I would ask Adrian what the word meant to her. And she explained that yet was her reminder that the best was yet to come and that she was patient and waiting for the next good moments in her life. So within just a couple of months of meeting Adrian, her yet had came true. She packed up her life in Cincinnati and she moved to Florida, you know, which is something that was foreign. Um, she had never lived outside of the state and she wanted to pursue this legal career within the government sector. Now, when she had cleared out her desk, she gave me that sticky note and she suggested that one day that that word would have value to me too. And, you know, I always praise, sing praises for Adrienne because she was one of the biggest cheerleaders in my life. And she always kept me motivated and positive while encouraging me to follow my dreams outside of my nine to five at the time. You know, I, I miss her. I still do miss her because, I mean, we had a wonderful relationship. But what I valued the most about her was her unyielding belief that my yet would soon be able to come true. And to this day, I still have that sticky note and I want you to understand that, you know, you can also have that belief in you too. Your yet lives beyond your wildest imagination. So if you look at the definition of yet, it has three different meanings. The definition that I would like to focus on for this podcast is what I believe is most important for maintaining a personal freedom and to give you that mindset that, you know, later on your yet is coming. So uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary says yet is meaning, but at the same time, but nevertheless, yet is critical to the success of how you continue to find peace and confidence and freedom. So, you know, let's take a statement, for example. So you might say, I may not be perfect, yet I found deliverance from my past and hope in what the future brings through personal freedom. That yet, that word can be such a powerful connector of your right now and what you desire to have in the future. Additionally, yet can help you see the bigger picture when obstacles prevent you from being able to clearly visualize a life that you see for yourself. Remember, you have to understand that the things that we want are truly connected to personal freedom and personal freedom exceeds on the outskirts of what we declare internally. Personal freedom and going for what you want is going to be a lifelong commitment that requires you to get to know yourself. It's easy to desire 
the satisfaction of being detached from issues that have cast a shadow over your abilities to become your best self. Once you identify what freedom means to you, the journey to attain your goals, it, it becomes more than just a journey. It becomes a mission. Now, after you experience autonomy for the first time, it's necessary to know that that mission is far from being complete. When you feel a sense of accomplishment, particularly when you overcome a barrier in your personal life, it's needed to convince yourself that you've made it and there's no extra actions needed to maintain your feeling of victory. But whether you believe it or not, the moment you breathe life into that conviction is the moment you lose the freedom or that thing that you just work so hard to attain. The word yet can be your savior. And in this instance, it is because it's a reminder that in spite of adversity, there is still room to persist. Now, I think it's fair to say that we often get caught up when adversity corners us in a difficult place. So, you know, a goal or just having that peace of mind seems so hard to acquire. But the real journey starts when you work to preserve its presence in your life. You have to be constantly aware of your emotions, thoughts, words and surroundings because it's easy to slip into a negative state of mind without realizing that you're slowly drifting away from your independence. I never wanted to be the kind of person to merely just try to do my best at maintaining a life of freedom and doing the things that I want. Like I truly give it my all. And I say that with extreme confidence because there are days that I feel the opposite of being revolutionary, transformed or any adjective that describes progress. I'm really learning that in order to continue to have this mindset of abundance, I have to learn how to sacrifice, believe in myself and to remain humble. And I'm not perfect. And I strongly suspect that I will never be perfect. However, as long as I know and acknowledge my imperfections with better behaviors, actions and intent, uh, the things that I want and just that peace of mind will always be at the palm of my hand. So um, one thing that I've really started to incorporate in my life is, you know, when I start to reach a milestone, no matter how big or small um, I try to write down that victory or acknowledge it at the very least because it's so easy to move on to the next thing. And you start to forget about those moments that gave you the strength to move on and to keep trying anyway. So start to celebrate your wins on a regular basis. And ultimately, this can help you stay motivated in your journey to personal freedom. Now, in the process of it all, you have to remember to be patient and humble. Now, sometimes these are the hardest attributes to have when you know that you deserve more. But when you're not patient or humble, it can alienate the good things that are yet to come. We have to remember that in order to be happy, you have to feel confident about where you are and have optimism for where you're going. You have to have enough self-awareness to know that what is happening around you is happening. And ultimately to know that you have options to choose what's going to happen next in your life, regardless of the outcome. Before I leave today, I want to leave you guys with this quote by Joyce Myers. She says, patience is not simply the ability to wait. It's how we behave while we're waiting. So in the midst of everything that you are doing, how will your actions dictate your future? Thank you for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe this episode. We are available on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. 
Once again, thank you all for listening and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.